We're going to go to the Body Works Plus guest hotline right now and welcome a guest that not only is capable talking Charlotte Hornets basketball, but also very capable talking ACC basketball because he played in it. Welcome to Mr. Terrence Oglesby, a renaissance man. Stick with me here. Basketball analyst with the Hornets. Hornets Live, also seen on ESPN, Fox, Bally, NBA TV, The Field of 68, and CBS Sports Network. Former Clemson basketball player Terrence Oglesby now joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Terrence, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing well, but let me say this, too. Uh, 14th year for Ish Smith, that ages you because I played against Ish in college. So that hurts a little bit, but I like the addition that Ish is coming back because after uh, Nilakino went down, I, I think they, they needed a little bit behind LaMelo, and uh, I think it works all the way around. Yeah, 100%. I'm happy, and plus LaMelo and Ish had a great relationship the last time he was here. You brought it up. I wanted to bring this up at the end of the interview, but let's just play this game right now. One thing that we like to do here on Wesson Walker is we play the game of name the most random or obscure ACC basketball player from the mid-2000s that you can remember. So my favorite go-to is your Clemson teams, Terrence. Like Casey Rivers, RIP DeMontez Stitt, among my favorites to go to. Fitty loves Tony Douglas, loves to go to Jack McClinton. I, I need to put you on the spot. Who's the best obscure ACC player you ever played against or with when you look back on your time? Well, KC certainly qualifies. And not only that, KC just signed in Mexico. So you want to talk about 14 and 15 year vet? Oh, still uh, going. He's still playing. Too. That makes me so, so happy. still going. Yeah, God bless him. I, I don't know how he does it because everything hurts when you play overseas, but he's just found a way to keep going. Let, let me uh, give you another one Chaz McFarland, who yes. played with Ish. Uh, who I thought was a good player, a little bit dirty, a little bit dirty, but they needed that to kind of mix it up because people don't remember those Wake Forest teams, Ish Smith, Jeff Teague, Alfaru Kaminu, uh, LD Wade, man, they were good. And, and Chaz kind of, he was the guy that kind of mixed it up, set a couple of kind of dirty screens, and uh, they, they were super talented and they needed a dirty work guy. Well, he was that dirty work guy. So how's that for one? Oh, that's that's fan. That's so obscure. That's like sick ACC obscure player name. <laughs> so I love it. Terrence Oglesby on the Body Works Plus guest hotline helping us out. Love every bit of that name. Let's just keep it with the ACC conversation before we move on to the Charlotte Hornets. So we're going to be real busy tomorrow. So are you. ACC tip off for the men's side will take place at the Hilton. The Hornets suit up for their first game. I feel like, though, when we talk about college basketball in the ACC, I think for me, the Tar Heels are the number one storyline just because of the drastic difference in outcomes from 22 and 23. What are they going to do this year? Terrence, would you put the heels at the top of that or is there another storyline you find more intriguing? Uh, to me, I think it certainly has to be them. I think the second storyline you look at is Duke with all their returning pieces and the fact that they were able to bring in yet another what, number one, number two recruiting class in all of college basketball. I think uh, both teams are certainly unique. I think one of the biggest storylines you're going to see develop as the year goes along, and he started to create some buzz with his name, but Elliot Cadeau fits like a glove to what North Carolina really needed last season. And what was that? A guy who's willing to give the ball up and make winning plays when he's not necessarily the focal point. And I think he's somebody that could do that uh, throughout the course of the season. He plays well beyond his years. He's one of the smarter players in college basketball as an incoming freshman. Uh, he's a gifted young individual. And, and I think because he's going to play beside R.J. Davis, R.J. Davis gets to really do what he's wired to do, and that's score the basketball. But 
kind of at a different pace because I think both guards now with both Davis and Cadeau, they're willing to make that pitch ahead pass. And it's going to look a little bit more like the Carolina teams of old because the ball should be moving a little bit better, not only with Cadeau, but Harrison Ingram. Yeah. I think Cormac Ryan at Notre Dame was, a, was an underrated addition as well. Carolina is going to be really, really good. It's just a matter of how are they going to be able to harness all that talent? What are they going to be able to produce with consistency under Hubert? Because let's be honest, this is really the first time where he's had the guys that he's wanted to pick to put on his team for an entire season. He was kind of saddled with Caleb Love. He was kind of saddled with some of these other guys that he liked, sure, because he played a part in recruiting them, but they weren't necessarily his guys. They were Roy's guys. I think this year is going to be very telling to what kind of coach Hubert Davis is, and I think they're going to be really good. Ah, man, the ball movement should be very good this year. I'm excited to see what that's going to look like out there on the floor. Terrence, how does this Duke basketball team compare to last year with John Shire's second season as the head coach? I think there's a couple of things you look at. Filipowski is coming back. He was never really 100% because of two bad hips. And rumor has it the dude is looking phenomenal. I think there's going to be a bit of a slow start. The first five games of the season are going to be kind of a reacclimation process for him. But I think, once again, he's going to turn into one of the best players, uh, not only in the ACC, but the country, because he's so versatile at seven foot tall. What can he do on the floor? I'm excited to see there. Tyrese Proctor came along late. Uh, over the last 10 games, I'm not sure there was a better card, guard in college basketball. He could have left, but at the same time, like, six five six six can really handle it. Shot creation was at an elite level in the NCAA tournament. He is extremely talented. I- I'm just excited to see uh, how it carries through. The one notable thing with Duke, though, that scares me a little bit, is where's that rim protection going to come from? Because when Derek Lively was good last year, that's when Duke elevated into where they were as an elite team in college basketball. Now they don't have that rim protection to sit behind some of that gambling defense that they like to play. Is Sean Stewart going to come in, a freshman from Florida who is an elite athlete, but he's only 6'8", 6'9", so he presents a different uh, challenge at the rim. That all being said, if they're able to figure out that piece, I think Duke is going to be – I mean, what do they rank preseason number two in the AP poll? And I think that's deserving. I think they'll stay around that area for the entire season. That's Terrence Oglesby on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Not only does he color, uh, cover college basketball, but he also covers the Charlotte Hornets as Bally Sports Southeast welcomes Terrence as the new Hornets Live analyst for this upcoming season. Terrence, congratulations here over the phone lines, at least. The season starts tomorrow. I know you've been excited about it. Just how did this process come about for you, for you to be named the uh, new Hornets live analyst for telecast this upcoming season uh you know what it was a very quick process and to be quite frank with you i'm nervous i'm nervous i haven't (laughs) done nba stuff i'm i'm really excited uh i I think it's really a cool opportunity because i know how good the hornets telecasts are with eric who i've worked with before with dell who everybody knows and loves and with ashley shamity who i think does a terrific job Uh, I'm really excited about the opportunity, and I understand the responsibility that comes with it because of how good the program already is. Uh, How it came about, you you know, it was interesting. I got a phone call on Tuesday saying I needed to take a a Zoom call on Wednesday. I got offered the job on a Thursday, and I signed a contract on a Friday, and then they announced it on a Monday. So, you know what, uh, I had worked with Valley previously. Uh, Not doing studio work, but doing uh, ACC games. So I think there was some familiarity there. And, uh, you know, I've done a lot of work. I worked with the Big East doing some some studio work, not at length, but enough to where they saw that I was certainly capable. And I'm certainly excited to be a part of this because 
a few things. Like I said, how good the program already is and just how exciting I think this Hornets team could be this year. All right, so you, you've been practicing. I know you've been putting the film study in. We got to see some Charlotte Hornets basketball in the preseason. Some things you can take away, some things you can't. How do you decipher those things watching preseason, Terrence? What are some of the things you think that are good that is going to stick with this team? And what are some of the things maybe you just throw to the wayside because it's preseason and it's not like Steve Clifford is making coaching decisions based off of winning this game and nothing else? You know what? There's a few things I'm looking at. Is LaMelo Ball going to be an 82-game guy? Whenever you're getting paid that much money, I mean, that's your responsibility, right? You have to be a consistent guy every night. You have to bring it on Tuesdays when, when guys are sleepwalking sometimes. Like, you have to be that main cog to a team that really wants to make the playoffs this year. This Hornets team is capable of making the playoffs, but the thing I wonder about what happens coming off the bench? That scares me a little bit. Brandon Miller, I'm assuming, is going to come off the bench because that's how it was trending in the preseason. Who's going to be that guy that can keep the ship afloat? That's what scares me more than anything because when the starters were in there, I thought they were excellent uh, during the preseason. When it went to that second unit, that's when things became a little dicey. They need to find somebody that they can rely on with that second unit to continue to at least keep it even. That's my biggest thing looking at the season. Well, you brought up Brandon Miller. What do you think would entail a good rookie season from him? How can he be the most impactful just playing his first year in the NBA? You know what? It's inter- It's going to be interesting to watch because, in in my opinion, I think Brandon Miller is much better when he plays with better players. So, for example, whenever he started a couple of preseason games, I thought he played better than when he came off the bench. And why is that? Because he's playing alongside Terry Rozier, and he's playing alongside LaMelo Ball. Uh, he was one of 13 in a preseason from three. That is worrisome, but let's keep in mind, it's still the preseason, and it's still a rookie. That's definitely going to improve because his shot's too pretty to miss that bad. However, he does have all the intangibles. Defensively, he's a quick study as far as rotations in the NBA that are similar, but uh, there are some differences between the NBA and the college game simply because the rules are different. And offensively, he's not going to be a guy who dominates the ball. And whenever you play against really good play, play with really good players, that certainly helps. And the more I think he's on the floor with LaMelo, the better it's going to be for the Hornets as a whole and for Brandon as a whole. All right, Terrence, because I can't help myself, I want to continue to talk about ACC nostalgia including you with this next clip. Go ahead, Fiddy. Play the clip of Terrence Oglesby winning the basketball game for the Clemson Tigers against the Maryland Terrapins. Oh, Osby. Bombali Osby. I heard that. The best hair in the ACC at the time. Of course, Gravis Vasquez, if you want more obscure ACC players. Terrence, is that your best basketball moment, hitting that shot to beat Maryland? It's one of them. Because it put us in the tournament. Both teams were on the bubble. So going up and winning at Maryland, that put us in the tournament. Bombali Osby was the funniest guy I've ever played against because he was this big muscle-bound guy. And he shot free throws on his absolute fingertips. Like, not on the not on his shooting pads is what a lot of people call him. He shot it on his fingertips, and before he shot every free throw, he said, oh, yeah, that's cash. <laughs> I think he shot like 34% from the free throw line. It wasn't cash. I'm not sure where he got that information. It wasn't cash. But, no, that was a, that was a great moment. And then uh, against Florida State and Tony Douglas at home, uh, I set the record for most points in an overtime uh, at Clemson. So that's 
That, those two right there are probably my favorite. All right, seems qualified enough to talk round ball to me, so that's why he does it for college basketball. That's why he does it for the NBA now as your new Hornets Live telecast analyst. Awesome stuff from Terrence Oglesby on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can also, by the way, find him on Twitter, at T underscore Oglesby 22. Can't wait to talk to you the rest of the way, man. Have a great rest of your day. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I'm sure I'll see you tomorrow at ACC Media Day. I'm sure you will. And we'll talk Bombali Osby some more. How about that? We can certainly do that. Oh, <laughs> Thanks, I, guys. Don't tease me with a good time.